I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Tuesday, ready to do some podcasting. Uh, The official weapon of the show is... The taser. No, it's not. No. The streak is broken. uh, (laughs) Fucking chair. The folding chair, that's correct. The unofficial sport. Bullet ball. <laughs> and bullet ball, extreme, extreme, extreme. Um, and, of course, uh, you know, you can find this show everywhere you find podcasts. Leave us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate those. Um, and, um, yeah, I guess we can kind of get right into it. Uh, do you have any banter? I do. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's try to smoothly get into some banter, everybody. Here we go. now let's smoothly get into banter okay <laughs> this time we're gonna act like we're just regular talking but we're gonna get into banter okay so okay oh man hey karen how's everything going what's going on with you over there everything has been doing fine uh last night uh you and i went to the hornets game which was a lot of fun we got to see lebron and ad Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this, yeah, I, if I'm not mistaken, this is my first time seeing LeBron as a Laker. I know I've seen him as a Caval- as a, a Cleveland Cavaliers, and I don't remember if I seen him with the Heat or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think before every time they come to Charlotte, something would happen, or AD would be hurt, or he would like like something would always happen. Mm-hmm. But they both played last night. It was a really fun game. We got our asses waxed, but I had a good time watching them play and having a good time with the crowd. It was one of them. It was one of them Lakers home games in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, we got the moral victory. You know, I love to see it. We're on a moral winning streak right now. Uh, hopefully, make the moral playoffs. Uh, <laughs> yes! You know, when you're at the bottom and your team is losing. Uh, all you have is more victories, and right now the more victory is celebrating that my man Brandon Miller is one of them ones. He got come on, he got that dog in him, and uh, he was the right pick. He, he was everybody that talked that shit about mm. Scoot Henderson and all the other players and made fun because Michael Jordan said, "I want Brandon Miller mm-hmm. as his last act before you know selling the team." Right. Uh, well, it turns out Mike was right. He hit his last shot on the way out the door like he was crushing the Utah Jazz and a young J.L. Covan's dreams. And, <laughs> uh, and boy, goddamn, it feel good. Is this what it feel like to have one of them ones? Like, I love LaMelo. He's hurt a lot, but... And I think when he's playing, he's like he's he's a baller. It's not yeah, it's not even amazing. Yeah, yes. I mean it's one the reason the team is doing so bad is because he's you know been hurt chronically for the last two years. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, though, um, the attitude that Brandon Miller has, yeah, because Lamelo's more laid back, and there's nothing wrong with that. You need different type example. of personalities, yeah. You know, hey, I'll come in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my thing. We're gonna, you know, I'm confident we're gonna be in the game at the end, and I'll kill you if I get a chance. But Brandon Miller is fucking intense. He's trying to dunk on everybody. He's not scared. They double teamed him at last He's not night. Scared. 
And I mean, we don't even have a point guard, and they were double teaming this. It was it was amazing basketball stuff to watch, mm-hmm. and uh, I was so glad to be there. And uh, he had back to back on the, like back to back night thirty point games. Yes, he um, he 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 been balling. We, we we was at the game. They was they was called like the starting lineup, and they was like LeBron James and AD. I started cheering, and the dude was the uh, one of the Hornets dudes was beside us, uh, and he was like. But y'all, y'all cheering for him? I was like, but, dog, it's it's LeBron James. He well, was, that was Karen being over the top with it. I, you know, of I, course. I, I was just – I gave him, like, a few claps because, I mean, he's playing against my team, and I'm put, ruling for my team. <laughs> so he's not – I'm not going to cheer for him with the other Lakers fans and LeBron fans <laughs> like I'm some type of sellout. But uh, Karen sold us out. So I sure fine. did. In Hornets gear. Didn't he care? Yeah. But, I was like, uh, it's LeBron, goddammit. But, nah, it was a good time, and I was glad to get to see him. Um but, uh, you know, but that's just life, you know, how we bantering and stuff. We just be talking like this and stuff. Um, you know, I was thinking the other day, what happened to the high pitch voice that those radio people used to do back in the day? I was watching something and they had that voice, you know, it's like, you know. Oh, the humanity or whatever, you know, <laughs> like, like oh, that dad would make be. sure you get uh, Charles's sardines, Charles's sardines, two for 50 cents. <laughs> There's delicious in each can. Mm. They stopped doing that years yeah, ago. Yeah, but I know they stopped. But I mean, why did they stop? Why do we not talk like that anymore? Are we doing that now? Will there be a time 100 years from now where they look back they on the radio sh- and the podcast of the day and be like, why did they talk like that? And why didn't they talk? You know, like robots like we do now or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I can they, see that. Whatever they're talking like then, will they look at our shit like that? Um, now, I did ask this this question on Twitter, and somebody had, I guess, the answer or an, an answer. I don't know. I didn't fact check it. But they said it was because something to do with, like, radio waves or distortion or something, and that mm. uh, the speakers and the technology at the time, you had to talk like this. Or else the people couldn't really make out what you were saying. That's not funny. That kind of makes sense. Like, yeah, the technology has advanced a lot more than it used to. Yeah, it's just interesting. I, I honestly don't. I didn't know why it ended. I didn't know who decided that was the voice. <laughs> right. Because it all sounds the same. If you like, I, I forget what I was watching. I want to. I, I think I was maybe watching Fury, the uh, movie about the tank in World War Two. I think or World War One or Two. Yeah, it must have been two. Uh, and uh, with Brad Pitt starring in it. And I wanted to say maybe there was a radio broadcast or something. Or just some, something made me think about this shit. And I was just like, what happened to that? Did those guys, like, and then when they got the better technology for the ones that were still around for that, did they just change? Did they come on the air that, like, Friday they were talking like this? And then Monday they came back and it was like, what's going on? This uh, V109.7, the hits. Yeah, like, that's we just your on. regular voice. <laughs> like, like who decided the cool man voice was the next one, you know? Like, yeah. hey, look, mamas, it's so-and-so, you know? like <laughs> Who decided the quiet storm voice? I would yeah. like to get the, you know, get the history on. I know that might sound crazy, but, like, the history on, like, you know, who was the first to, to be like, hey, ladies. Yeah, I feel like the first dude to not talk like that, they had to look at him like he was crazy. Yes. Well, he was just like, all right, guys, weather is coming up. And they're like, what are you doing? You got to talk like this. And he was like, talk like what, man? I mean, the, the radio works. Everybody can right. hear what and, I'm saying. And then, and then the phone lines lit up. And it was like, we want more of that. They was right. like, well, I guess this will be going. Y'all call up here on the request line, uh, the, 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 the such such number at this time. And it was just like, no, you don't say it like that. You say call up <laughs> on the request line. 
Uh, but that's you know uh, anything else for your banter? Yes. Mm-hmm. You got some sugar-free Jolly Ranchers, and them things is absolutely. I just got them five seconds ago. Delicious. You already got banter. Wow, you are I, fast. I do because they were delicious. They are sugar-free, no aspirin, whatever that. I don't even called. know what that is. Yeah, but, ain't nothing uh, in there. Whatever it is, but that, it tasted good to me mm-hmm. too. I'm sure whatever chemicals in it is killing us a different way. But <laughs> come on, they was hitting. They was hitting like that. That was absolutely delicious. It, it, it was something I was uh, thinking about. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna add that to the the banter. All right, uh, I think we're done with our banter because I don't have any more. Oh, the only thing mm-hmm. I have left is uh, right. You gotta get better at just sneaking it in. You just gotta keep going. <laughs> My bad. It's all, it's all good. Keep going. <laughs> My bad. It reminds it, you of the other day, Terry. What's going on over there? <laughs> it reminds me of the other day uh, when you was talking about the Peloton and how uh, I fake pretend like I'm going to be dedicated to it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I actually have been riding it lately, and I've been enjoying riding it lately. And they, I haven't rode it in a while, and they updated some features on it that I really do like. And um, one of the features is called like an entertainment feature, and I really do like that where you can like uh, they got like all the streaming services and YouTube and all this other stuff like on it. Cause I don't mind the class, but sometimes you just want to ride, but you want to kind of catch up on stuff, and you can kind of do it at the same time. And I really like that, and I really appreciated that. I've been watching the anime, and I've been really just enjoying riding the bike and, and watching it, uh, watching it through the uh, peloton. Yeah, I mean, I think I had brought it up somewhere either here or on uh pregame but yeah i actually like that they added the netflix and uh disney and all this stuff and uh if you just want to like hop on 10 20 30 minutes or whatever and just kind of because you know for me with cardio especially it i don't know my brain just like it hates it and so if i'm it doesn't hate it if i'm doing something like if I was doing a aerobics class, if I'm playing basketball, it then it's fine. It's it's like I'm not even moving. paying attention that I'm yeah. running, uh, that I'm moving. It's I look at my Fitbit or whatever, my watch, and be like, damn, I did. I ran how many miles? Like it didn't even seem like it. But if I have to just like, if you just say go to the track and walk thirty minutes, is uh, my brain is the whole time like kill me. I just want to <laughs> jump out the top of the track. But I, I but I've been doing it anyway. Um, uh, but I miss, you know, basketball stuff, but the Peloton <clears throat> and the treadmill, I can only really do them if I'm like reading something, watching something. And so that is very helpful. Um, so, I mean, we'll see if you keep it up, we'll keep the Peloton, but <laughs> we'll see. I mean, if not, then I'd rather get rid of it just cause it, it is not just having the bike. It's, uh, like a $50 fee or some shit every month. Um, just to have access to the the programs, programs on the bike it, yeah um so it's just i don't know it just and it's but we'll see if you keep it up i'm not trying to like Mm-mm. be punitive but so but, but we, I feel, you know yeah. if, you, if it's something you're gonna do for real mm-hmm. cool but if it's just like anytime i say yeah it's time to get rid of it it's like oh i'm gonna do it for two days that's that's <laughs> that's defeating the purpose yes it is um, I, I i understand so all right well that's all the, that's all of it
All right, let's talk about different stuff that's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Grammys happened. Now I won't lie, I didn't really watch them. Me I, neither. I seen, but I I saw more of it than I've seen in a long time. Yeah, me too. Because the Hornets were playing. Wait, you saw it too? No, I was just seeing stuff trending online. Oh no, no, I mean live. I, oh no, the I Hornets didn't. were playing mm-hmm. at like six o'clock or something, and it just happened to go off right as some of the Grammy stuff was happening. I didn't have ah. shit else to watch on TV because you know, no Walking Dead, no Game of Thrones oh, or whatever. Right. So I would tap in and then change it and watch something else tap in change it watch something else and uh i did happen to see some of the stuff and then you know twitter kind of tell you like this is happening you right know, that's how i kept up with it uh and so there was some cool moments luke combs performed fast car with tracy chapman mm-hmm. which uh, i'm sure you know the republicans thought was woke dei uh gone too far because uh, <laughs> it yeah. was like his song but it's it's kind of it's not like i guess a cover it's like his cover or his version that's influenced by her song mm-hmm. and she came out and with no earpiece and and just like sang the shit out of it you know with her guitar yeah she did and people haven't seen her in a long time because yeah. she stopped performing correct and and that's a person who didn't get their flowers if that makes sense mm-hmm. you know you know they've been around for a very long time and they were very interesting influential in music industry a lot of people are influenced by them and they don't even realize it you know mm-hmm. by 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 you know cause, what's interesting though because like I, that hit was a big ass hit i yes. mean i still remember fucking sometimes around slow sometimes around quick just sampling the shit and it being like that like even that shit was a hit <laughs> like mm-hmm. like nice and smooth got a hit off of her having a hit that's how much of a hit that hit was. Right. This motherfucker, twenty something, thirty years later, he got a hit off of her hit. Like it's, mm-hmm. it was a hit. But I don't know that Tracy Chapman, as an artist, was ever like give like if people were really like deep into the, her catalog. You know, like Bomani said on his podcast, like you know, can you name a fourth Tracy Chapman song? You're gonna have not find a lot of people that can. But it was one of those things where just because she stopped performing or just cause you know, she's not in the limelight doesn't necessarily mean like, um, she's not talented or she, right. didn't, you know, that, that, that this moment wasn't cool and people were the nostalgia of it, I think was a big part of it, but mm-hmm. people were like talking about, they were crying from seeing her perform. Everyone's talking about how gorgeous her skin was. Oh, she was very, was yes, like probably cause she's not stressed out. She probably left. I was like, all right, that's enough. Flawless. Uh, <laughs> But uh, it was like a cool moment that went very viral. Uh, Miley Cyrus performed and won her first Grammy for uh, Flowers. Which is shocker. I don't know why I thought that woman had already won the Grammy. Yeah, my favorite thing about Miley Cyrus in this night was um, how much uh, she was so glammed up and her performance was crazy, like fun and crazy. And she was talking about living for herself and not getting caught up in like fame and numbers and stuff and all that stuff. And she was excited to be there. And I always think that that's like the height of what the Grammys can be for somebody. Yes. It's like, it's a party. I'm having fun. It's a celebration of me. But at the same time, like I'm, I'm not going to take it too serious and all that stuff. Um, and I'll come back to Molly in a second because uh, some other stuff happened that made me think about Molly Cyrus and her journey. Um, okay. 
Then what else? Uh, uh, stuff that I cared about. Sorry for everybody that 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 cared about other shit. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, Oprah was there cheering. Uh, Joni Mitchell performed for the first time ever at the Grammys. Wow, she's eighty years old. She did it sitting down, and she saw wow. both sides. Now I could. That's one of those I can't believe it, but also like people think about the unfairness to black people that the Grammys is, and it's like. The Grammys is a political institution, and I don't mean that in Republican Democrats. I mean, it's a game within the game in the music industry. Yes. And so somebody like Joni Mitchell, um, you know, never really getting her due until now is also part of the skipped over crowd and the yes. not appreciated crowd. You know, you think about the comments from Rolling Stone, and sure, the black comments we had living color on we had vernon and Corey mm-hmm. on and of course that's very offensive but he also said offensive shit about women too and there and music just is filled with so much like because it's such a subjective medium it's filled with people's biases hop out yes. and people feel a need to like take away credit from people that are good give credit to people that aren't as good um and and, and a lot of it's political for us too you know it's you know, there's a re- man. It's gonna sound shady, but fuck it, I don't care. Uh, there's a reason that people need to feel like I gotta support Ice Spice, but then I gotta tear down this other person, like mm-hmm. because we're playing politics. We're like, that's a right. black woman. We need to support her. Uh, we need to make sure that she's you know protected. And they, if it was a white one, it's a lot of untalented white people that people popping up, and so we ended up playing the game too, the opposite way. Um. And so I think um, one thing that gets lost in that is that they fucking everybody. They fucking a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to just like, no, we're not giving you a award. Why? We don't feel like it. Right. Uh, you can't perform. Uh, we're not going to ask you to perform. You know? Correct. Uh, but that was cool. Um, I think the biggest two moments uh, for me anyway, uh, there was uh, Taylor Swift won album of the year. Um, and she uh, was presented with the award by Celine Dion, who uh, we've talked we talked about the white people news. She's going through like some health stuff that was like paralyzing her her voice and and right. all this she stuff. Stop performing. Yeah, and so she showed up and looking glamorous as fuck. Bob was bobbing. Uh, Come on, Bob, bobbing. Yeah, like, uh, and she and and she was the su- the surprise presenter, so people didn't even know she was presenting. Ah. And she gave the album of the year award. She presented it to Taylor Swift, who has now won it four times. Yeah, I think she's uh, the first person to ever win it that many times. I think she? she's tied. I think. Okay, okay. Think, let me. Okay, see. she might be tied. I, I know they were saying something about you know, uh, it might be for, most for a woman. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm let me make sure because no i want to say um i want to say it, she might be tired but i'm not sure no problem. if it is um because i know stevie wonder had the record for a while so i don't know if um no problem uh let's see breaking the record for most wins in the category before okay so she broke the record so now she does have the most okay i remember somebody was okay so i didn't know if it was the most for a woman or just the most ever but but they were just saying like she had the most yeah victoria monet won best new artist i believe or Come something like through. that but she's been around for a very long time for her to be new artist yeah i mean grammys is weird too like that because 
uh, mixtapes don't count right EPs uh, don't count L- right. yeah so like it's there's these weird rules around it because i've known victoria monet monet's work for a minute and but yeah she won best people. new artist that i mean that album's banging i that, think she won like three grammys that album goes and yeah. she's actually wrote wrote and produced for a lot of other people like she's won grammys from other people like their stuff get nominated and she wins a grammy through them but this this is the first time that she's won one for her and her own shit billy eilish won song of the year um carol g made grammy history becoming the first female performer to win best musical urbana album um yes yeah, so um and then when taylor won people made a big deal out of how like she didn't address celine dion um when she when she got the like gave her speech and got the the trophy but later they they took a picture together obviously you know i think i think what happens too is people don't as much as everything's about like being coordinated making sure everything's a good look people forget these motherfuckers human right and so um as much as you go over something in your head this isn't a thing you get to practice a lot like okay all right so let me just do it one more time i'm do the speech right she didn't even know celine dion was gonna be there um and make nerves whatever chalk it up she she blanked and didn't didn't like address her um and and then of course because it's black twitter and they hate her, uh, taylor swift right it turned into like this bitch this why i never liked her. she can speak to celine dion and all this shit um but my guess is that it was just a little bit of nerves and it might be a bad uh, look but it's understandable and i don't think anything deeper happened with it Mm-mm, and it don't seem like celine was offended yeah and then they got mad that taylor even won um which once again the taylor swift hate i think is mostly stupid I do um and it's and i think I, what i like to see now is as more republicans join into the taylor swift hate and more men from football join into the taylor swift hate i think people start maybe maybe we'll see but hopefully people can start seeing how fucking dumb it is right because i can because like republicans hate her because she's not what black people try to make her out to be no she's not uh the men hate her just because they hate women mm-hmm. so you know i know women football fans that join in on the hate of taylor swift and i'm like okay but they that's the same reason they hate you watching the game all right like they, like it's no different to them like you don't belong at a game because you're a woman that's how they that's as simple as it is to them mm-hmm. um and then, of course, you know, Republicans hate her because she is like Democrat, liberal, pushing for Democrats in her state. Uh, they don't want her to endorse Joe Biden. They're, they are threatening a quote unquote holy war on him, on her. The uh, Trump allies are like, we're going to rain down a holy war on, on Taylor Swift because she's she's endorsed. She's going to we're afraid she's going to endorse Biden. Um, that's a real thing that's happening. So it's, I just think it's. Like and I, I think in a different world, you, I could just chalk it up to like, well, you know what, man, people, it's annoying, but it doesn't really mean anything. But it doesn't really seem like that's the way people are taking it. Like, like in this world, it is unfortunately not just annoying for people, right? Like, like this shit is is real and and very hateful, and people are doing AI rape porn and shit on her like right it just seems fucking weird and stupid if you don't like her music don't like her music but a lot of people don't like people's music i don't like john mayer but i ain't never talked shit to some black person that like john well david duke dick like i like i'm like all right you fuck with john mayer or you like 
some other white people shit that I don't really bang with like that. I didn't grow up listening to music like that. I grew up listening to hip hop mostly. Um, so I, but, but it's like a, I don't know. There's like a level of like, want to take down on her, mm-hmm. um, you know, questioning her talent, questioning, mm-hmm. you know, she wrote those fucking songs. She's right. been a fucking, she's been a, a, a right. She's written her songs and performed them since she was 17. She got fucked over by the music industry, uh, men in it, Scooter Braun, people mm-hmm. caught up in the me too. Right. Shit. When she had to basically redo a whole fucking album. Yeah. She, she goes hard for artists, artists, right. She supports other women, uh, in the industry, like um, uh, Kesha, uh, who uh, said she was sexually assaulted by Dr. Luke and then had her uh, her career in, in, in fucking limbo and tailored on the low, gave her money and we would have never found out. But Demi Lovato was talking shit. And uh, that's Somebody how we got found tied. out. They was like, bitch, shut the fuck up. That dude that grabbed his uh, grabbed her ass. That was mm-hmm. a radio personality, mm-hmm. grabbed her ass while taking a picture and she sued him and went to court for one fucking dollar. Like one dollar. I don't know, man. That's a bad bitch to me. And I, you know, I think a lot of the hate is unwarranted, but it's just groupthink. And people have once once you start something, you can't stop it. You know, right? Is you know, and as much as everybody claims that you know I'm a free thinker and shit. there's a reason everybody wants to free britney there's a you know it's like this is the cause of the day i don't want to be the one against it because i got to deal with the peer pressure and the backlash so let me just not say shit but when y'all see her juggling knives and shit i know that deep down in in your heart you're like uh maybe she does need some mental health help right deep down you think that shit but you don't want to fucking come out and say it because then your little friends on the internet won't like it right um so like people were bashing her for that shit all night but shout out to her um the other moment that i have to highlight too is killer mike got arrested um now was a citizen's arrest for pushing security like he got in a tussle with security and then got citizen arrested and taken to jail this is after he won three grammys for that album michael which goes that yeah a lot of yeah people he might believe Wakanda had guns, but child, that album still, that album is a banger. Yeah. You can turn, you push play from the start to the finish on repeat. I've heard that album and Janelle Monae's album. I have like several albums that I've really been listening to mm-hmm. that I hit play. And, and it's a rarity nowadays to actually just put it on and just go all the way through. And his is one of them. That motherfucker goes i it's crazy because i really thought kill i thought it was a stunt like when i saw killer mike in hand because i was like is this like a joke is this like ah. he trying to be like i'm too dangerous for rap is this his way of leaving the awards early i i hadn't but no apparently it was real now i don't know how citizens arrest works like right the, the, I, I mean, I'm sure there's laws and stuff, but I, as a black person, that would that's the I don't think that would ever cross my mind if someone is acting out to be like, "Sir, that's it, I'm placing you under citizen's arrest." I'm like, citizen. what? You liable to get shot? Don't be fucking with people talking about some goddamn citizen arrest. Now I did listen to the right time um, uh, about the Grammys, Bomani Jones uh, podcast. So I did listen to it, and his point was something like, you can't just citizen arrest me, and, you know, what kind of security guard loses a tussle with Killer Mike? One, we don't know that they lost the tussle. 
Uh, two, the job of the security at an event like that is never going to be to beat up one of the fucking celebrities. That's actually not, a, that's not what, they're there to stop like a crazy motherfucker from running up on Killer Mike. Yes. They're not there to stop Killer Mike from running up on them. You Agreed. can't ever work again in this town if you fold up some celebrity because they came up on you. It's, you would now, never be security nowhere in the right. country. Now, if Killer Mike tried to beat up Brandy and you stopped him from beating up Brandy and That's you folded different. him up, okay, you did your go- job security guard. You could come back next year. <laughs> right. If we just found out you and Killer Mike got into it and you beat his ass, yeah, nigga, you're done in this town. So I didn't, I didn't agree with that shit. I was like, no, it's a fake job. This ain't the club. It's the goddamn Grammys. You only there to maintain order. Yes. I want to know who the citizen was that arrested him, though. Me too. Because was it the security guard being like, or man, was fuck it somebody that? Else. You got to get out of here. Or was it some other person that saw it or whatever? Um. So that was that was uh, uh interesting thing. Of course, people were picking on Keller Mike because he's been he's expressed some pro cop sentiments in the past, and so people was like, ha ha, your boys. The ops arresting the ops. Uh, you like the cops, though, right? The only thing is, if it was a citizen's arrest, it wasn't even the cops. cops. That's not the cops, baby. So, but I, I mean, it was funny as hell. I was laughing. I was laughing. Um, but you know, I'm glad he didn't get you know beat up or whatever. Like, I'm glad he didn't right. get like seriously harmed Agreed. by the police or something. But yeah, that that nigga was wilding. Citizen's um, arrest. But he's all right. I saw he put out something about how it's just a speed bump and stuff so i guess good for him and then of course the main highlight for at least black twitter was jay-z so jay-z won the dr dre global impact award uh which uh this is why i say it's a political organization because how dr dre get the global impact award i do not know dr dre he's not an actual doctor is this like the (laughs) first year the second year i don't think they've been doing this award yeah, that long but like what's his global impact i don't know that's a good question you know like J- gin and juice you know what i mean <laughs> uh beats by dre <laughs> like what i don't know what are we doing <laughs> but, i don't know maybe maybe doing other shit that i'm not aware of i not that no anyway so yeah so i already when i seen that that was the the award i I was like oh okay that's new but then jay-z gives a speech and uh he'll say it himself but he was nervous himself um oh i just realized we play this on youtube i hope it don't get taken down oh do you need to put another route or nah i mean we'll just see if it gets taken down right uh but yeah thank you thank you thank you very much um Oh, look at Blue. Yeah, and then also what's crazy here, too, is Trevor Noah was there, and everybody says he was a great host. And that's why the fuck I'll be like, y'all need to stop shitting on Trevor Noah. I mean, one, he's funny. His last stand-up special was funny. Um, But he also just has a certain level of empathy and skill and compassion that makes him able to, like, roast the room, but have fun with the room. He didn't come out there like these other comics trying to prove, like, you not going to bitch me. I'm going to talk shit about all y'all. Oh, y'all not going to stop me from doing my trans material or whatever. Like, it wasn't like that. Like, I need to prove to the world that I'm an edgy comedian and only jokes with edge will work. It was like when he was edgy, it it was about 
the room in general. When he was complimentary, he was very specific to people that were there, which which takes the edge off. So you're not saying, Oprah, I see you on that Ozempic or nothing like that. If you make an Ozempic joke, you say the you're like, and you know, everybody in this crowd, you know, looking kind of kind of slim. Shout out to Ozempic. And then that that's yes, fine. Right. People don't take it, you they don't cut the like Taylor Swift being upset. But then when you say something nice, like he said, um, Y'all better like behave or I'm gonna have Kelly Clarkson come up here and cover one of your songs and she's gonna do it better than you. That's a compliment to Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. It's not a shot at specifically anybody. That bitch can sing. So yeah, he was a great he was a great host because of that. And honestly, I hope comedians take that from him. Cause the energy doesn't have to be I'm I'm here to kick everybody's ass. Like right. it really it doesn't, doesn't have, have to, to be, be. That, that visceral. Yes. Yeah, and I think uh, they're gonna probably go back to you know some other some asshole at the next award show that will be like that. But just saying. Sippy cup for blue. Well, blue's grown up now. She doesn't take sippy cups, and she has her own Grammys. Um, first of all, um, thanks to. Dr. Trey said he in the house. He's somewhere up oh, there. He is Andre Young. Thank you, sir. All the doors that you opened, you know, showed us that we can be um, rock stars, seeing you on the Rolling Stone. Obviously, there's Run DMC with the Leathers and the Aerosmith, but when you came out west, you took it to a whole new level, put us on covers, Rolling Stone, put us around the world, you and Snoop, all that y'all did. Now, 45 seconds in, the main thing I'm picking up from this is, oh, he didn't have, like, a prepared speech. Mm -mm. Now, he knew he was going to win this award. Ah, so it wasn't like a surprise they were presenting it to him um and so he he didn't have a prepared speech i imagine he had in his head some things he wanted to say right a lot of people that speak extemporaneously like this um you know because that's you know he he's the guy that don't write raps write down his raps he he just keeps them in his head i think there's a confidence to like oh, i can do it plus he's a pretty charismatic cool uh figure and so, um, but to me, I noticed like, oh, he's kind of like stumbling around a little bit, like kind of finding his footing with and the get, speech. Get your thoughts together. Yeah, he yeah. didn't like this. wasn't a typical like. I like to thank so and so and so and so and so and so and my agent and so yeah, because a lot of times with like I see what a lot of times with these awards, people have like a long thing or they kind of have like something kind of pre prepared, right. right? All the records y'all broke, so thank you for this. Um. On it, on it to accept it, on it to accept it, and thank you to the Black Music Collective for all the work that you guys do, scholarships for young creatives, and hopefully, you know, I'm adding to, you know, what you guys are doing out here. Obviously, uh, it's, uh, it's great to have a, an award um, for such an icon. How far we've come with uh, Will Smith and them, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, winning their first Grammy in 89 and boycotting because it wasn't televised. And then they went to like a hotel and watched the Grammys. I didn't even understand what the... It wasn't a great boycott. Um, <laughs> but then, 98, I took a page out of their book. I was nominated for the best rap album and DMX had dropped two albums that year. They both were number one. Shout out to DMX. And he wasn't nominated at all, so I boycotted it, and I watched the Grammys. <laughs> I, I think that part he knew he wanted to say exactly like that, and it came across funny to me. Um, 
especially when it first it sounded almost judgmental of 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 Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff would be like, oh, and they watched it anyway. What kind of boycott is that, basically? Um, especially like in light of his like the NFL and Kaepernick boycott stuff. I was like, oh man, they're gonna really fry him for that. But then when he says, and then he did the same thing, I was like, that was smart. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it humanizes you and it humbles you in that moment of being like, even I have to recognize that this thing matters. Right. Um, you know, like I said, I listened to the right time and I think Bo was kind of dismissive of, you know, Jay and whatnot. I mean, it was understanding of like, I guess it made him sad to see a dude that, you know, iconic and powerful that still kind of had to admit that it feel he feels a way about these awards and we'll get into that more as the speech goes and people do yeah i i I feel more empathy towards them than than like derision or sadness because i'm like this is what it is Mm -hmm. when you get into this game these nights are the nights people dream about right and being denied whether you come to grips with it being white people's territory or not it still hurts and it's like yes there's a there's a certain thing attached to people's ego where they don't want to admit that, or they're afraid to admit that or to show that level of humanity. Cause now I'm not cooler than you. Now I'm not as big as I was supposed to come off. And I thought this was like, it was realistic. And it's something we all thought and knew when it comes to a lot of these black people. Yes. Cause like you can put on an album that you don't care about the Grammy, but you showed up and won that Grammy or you, you know, like, like you do care to some level. You just, you know, you did, even if it, if it's just a superficial thing, that's just going to be a sippy cup or go into your house and you're not going to give a fuck. I mean, you, you, you care cause you're everybody in your industry cares. Your peers, yes, care. your peers, the care. people that review magazine, review, uh, review your albums care. Mm-hmm. When, when it comes up in a discussion, you know how many times I've listened to like Bomani loves music. You know how many times I listen to Bomani rattle off who won a Grammy this year and that year. Like it matters a lot. Um, it shouldn't, but it's, it's part of the culture. And so I think, you know, people would like to see Jay deny it, like especially as hip hop and all this shit. But I don't know. There's nothing about him to me that 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 would ring as false. That would ring false to me if he came out and said, "Yeah, it don't, it don't matter," and I ain't give a fuck and all this stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying we just we want y'all to get it right. We love y'all. We love y'all. We love y'all. We want y'all to get it right. At least get it close to right. And obviously it's subjective. Y'all don't got to clap at everything. Obviously it's, sub- <laughs> obviously it's subjective because, you know, it's music and it's opinion-based. But, you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. And he's talking about Beyonce, obviously, right there. Now, this is when I saw people that normally kind of go in on Jay that be talking about his features and talking about how they don't like him and how he's not worthy of Beyonce. They did start going up for my man because he was going up for their girl. And I think, you know, that's the one thing that's been pretty consistent about Jay-Z. Like, mm-hmm. even when they show footage of him at them concerts, he looked like the number one fan. <laughs> they he went on like, tour together. He's like, she's obviously the headliner. <laughs> he was like, ain't nobody a bigger fan than me. 
here's my three lines. All right, I'm lead because right. you know she changed. She she's changing outfits. Let me let me right. get here and rap. And no, all right, all right, she back. All right, I'm gone. Right. <laughs> he was like, the fuck am I doing here? A man with a ton of Grammys himself, a ton of you know concerts and folk sold out venues, a ton of hit albums, all that shit. And uh, at the same time, he's thinking the same thing a lot of us think when it comes to the Grammy. One of the reasons I've never really gone up for or watched the Grammys in, in totality is because I feel like they don't respect our music like that. Right. You know? And um, I, as much as I love the BET Awards and stuff, BET Awards has flaws too. Mm-hmm. You know, All the award shows are political, so they all have their own flaws and their things that they're missing. You know, uh, Even the reach and the pull of them, even the fact of who watches them and who decides not to watch them how much emphasis we put on the wins and losses. Right. You know, so I, I definitely understand there's a big tapestry uh, at work at all times when it comes to this. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys never won album of the year. That doesn't work. You know, some of you, some of you going to go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you may get robbed. Some of you don't belong in the category. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that was it. No, when I get nervous, I tell the truth. <laughs> um, but outside of that, outside of that, you know, we got to keep showing up. And forget the Grammys for a second, just in life. As, I, as my daughter st- sits and stares at me nervous as I am. Um, um, just in life, you got to keep showing up. Just keep showing up. Forget the Grammys. You got to keep showing up until, you, until they give you all those accolades you feel you deserve, until they call you chairman, until they call you a genius, until they call you the greatest of all time. You feel me? So that was, that was a speech, and uh, there was a lot of controversy over it. People didn't like it. Uh, people thought, you know, it was uh, a lot of people loved it. Like, like finally somebody saying that shit. Cause I mean, when do you really get the opportunity to go in their face and say it? Right. You know, and I think he wasn't speaking just for himself and Beyonce. He's speaking for a lot of people. It's a lot of people that feel like, you know, the respect hasn't been there. And to me, if, if we're on the dais, if we're in the room, then why why should we give up on getting respect? Because it's a white people space, right? So, so now it's okay to disrespect me. I don't I don't think so. Um, and I don't even think it's about people wanting to be the favorite as much as to feel like it's fair that it's equal. You know, I'll never forget when Beck won that fucking uh, Grammy over uh, Beyonce, mm-hmm. and watching people that will never listen to that Beck album again in their life. Right. Defend it. Like, well, he plays 10 instruments. Well, it's not a 10 instrument competition. No, it's not. It's who had the album of the year. What are we going to remember from that year? Name that Beck album. Name the title. Right. It's, it It wasn't like that. You know what I mean? But, um, and like I said, that's not even meant as disrespecting him. It was just that whatever they decided, people were going to retroactively try to work backwards mm-hmm. um for whatever reasons to justify it but um i think he put a voice to something a lot of people feel and it is complicated because at once you're asking for some level of approval and and acceptance and that can't be denied but i think even 
I think people would be lying to act like that impulse isn't in most people. And it really doesn't matter um, how big or how much money you have. Uh, I mean, we say money doesn't make people happy. It doesn't material shit doesn't decide, uh, you know, if if you're going to be a happy person or not, not that it doesn't matter at all. Okay. So people with a lot of money and shit still want acceptance of their peers. They still want the approval. They still want recognition. Right. And at that level, they work and they art and they craft. Right. And at that level, it's one of one It's one of the few things you can be denied, even though you have every other thing telling you like you did the damn thing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you can sell out all the tours and all that shit, but then when you get in that room with your, with the people that, you know, make those decisions and however they vote, they decide it ain't you this year. It's like, damn, what else I got to do? So uh, I, I thought the speech was fine. I thought it was human. I, I thought he was nervous. But, um, you know, it, and then I loved uh, when he held Blue's hand, you know, in that moment of when he talked about being nervous and stuff. I thought it was it was it was really dope and uh, whatnot. And uh, it, it it doesn't escape me that he only got recognized in that room in that way because probably Dr. Dre decides who wins his award. Yes, I guarantee you. Yes. So so like you know or, or like some people Dr. Dre picked. So like it definitely you know hit home for me on like yeah it's always us looking out for us anyway um but uh and 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 i can't even knock jay and beyonce because they show up at the bet awards so they do they do do, like they're not a we run from the black spaces and we just Mm -hmm. oh massa please that's not them so uh yeah man I, i i fucked with it and uh uh i didn't even really get into you know the white people mad that he disrespected the grammys i think Oh, the other thing, and the reason that I think is real funny is the other thing is after they won the Grammy, uh, he poured some some something in it, some type of alcohol in it, and drank out of it. Of course, every black person was like, did you wash the cup? All right, we get it. But they left. So he got his award. <laughs> and part of me wonders if the statement he was trying to make, I mean, we'll never know unless somebody asked him directly, but part of me wonders if the statement he was trying to make was this like, quasi in the middle of like i'm gonna get my award i've won probably the most grammys any rap artist but at the same time i don't want to i'm not gonna get up there and treat this like it defines me or i am now you know i can now rest easy as, as what i feel is the greatest and i think what I wonder if that's one of the reasons that he didn't prepare a speech and right. do the like typical thing and just kind of got up there and freestyled it and walked home, got, got back in the car and got went home. Part of me wonders if he was sending a message even then of like, yeah, I mean, it's cool, but it, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't the thing that makes Jay-Z Jay-Z. I can see that. You know, I, I can see that. And it's one of those things like we don't mind. We'll take the awards. We also know, that you're disrespecting a lot of people and you disrespected us too to our faces Mm -hmm. so you know what i'm saying like yeah we can take the awards but you know there's nothing in writing to say we have to stay here the entire ceremony yeah and then uh, twitter turned into like somehow beyonce versus taylor swift which i just thought was weird those women like each other they cool with each other um and everybody's like look at how much you know this other celebrities worship beyonce and i'm like because Beyonce don't leave the house. Right. She never. Unless she's touring, she do not leave the house. 
Y'all know Beyonce don't be out here with, with people. She don't do that kind of I, shit. I don't blame her. Like, she's a celebrity to celebrities. Like, right. she do not be at shit. She do not just, like, the motherfuckers were stopping to ask for selfies with Beyonce because they know. They was like, they was like, I don't know when I'm going to see her again. Right. It's been another five years when she put her next album. I don't know. Right. I'm like, Taylor Swift, it be out here. She be at all the award shows. She know all the other people, music and songs. She be dancing to them and supporting them and shit. She, not 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 that she's not a huge deal she's obviously a huge deal yes, you can check is. the tour sales mm-hmm. but like for those people in that room she's not a stranger you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like she's not a you know like she's not a celebrity to them because she's gonna be at the next award show and the next one and the one after that and she was at the one before the, the, beyonce don't come out the house dog she be like people Ugh, am I selling anything? Then I'm. I, am I winning an award? Mm-mm. Am I going on tour? Right. Why am I here? Am I performing? Right. Am I why, performing? Why we gotta go? You know. I bet you she asked him that. Why we got to go? Do we got people for that? You know. I mean, can't you go by yourself with Blue? Right. <laughs> right. I guarantee you they had that conversation. So I did say I was gonna go back to Molly Cyrus. So this is something I find fascinating because the blacks they don't like Taylor Swift right now. You know, right. I see them in the chat. They don't like her. It's fine. But they went up for Molly. Same blacks, by the way. Not a different group of blacks. I keep tabs. I have a tab specifically open on Twitter called mm. The Blacks. It's a list that I follow. And so I make, the that's to make people. it a scientific experiment so that I know which blacks say what. So I can see the general sentiment. The blacks loved Molly Cyrus. Loved her. Loved her glam outfit. Loved her performance. Loved that she won her Grammy. They were going up for her. I thought y'all said Molly was a cultural appropriator that disrespected hip-hop on the way out. And you didn't want to see her shaking her little chicken cheeks. Not too um, long ago, at one of the award ceremonies a few years ago, sure did. She needed to go back to whatever. They was going up for her on on the Twitter. It was... Like, it was crazy. It was crazy. And I remember because we covered it on the show. We covered it on the show at the time. I remember when she was mm-hmm. doing all those hip-hop dances and shit with the rappers, and she made that and album. was like, the, the motherfuckers like, this? bitch, stay in your lane. What the yes, fuck is wrong with you? They were upset. This is appropriation. Mm-hmm. I saw the blacks. I, I see too. blacks in the chat lying like it wasn't them. It was you too, nigga. Specific, ah! everybody acting like they don't know I, I know now i know it was you okay before i was like maybe it wasn't you it's not all the blacks but uh everybody's acting like they didn't see this shit sunday is definitely lying because it was all down the time yes molly let's go miss mamas and all this shit i was like oh oh the term so look <laughs> maybe it leaves hope maybe it gives hope for a taylor swift you know maybe we're five years from that from now Motherfuckers forgetting how much they hated her because uh, she did less than this. Like, like she she had one song on Shake It Off where the video had uh, people twerking in it. And the, and the thing she was pointing out is, I wish I could twerk and I can't. Right. So it wasn't even like what Molly was doing where she was like, look at these cheeks. Y'all gonna get these cheeks, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it was funny to see people like do a 180 on molly cyrus but i guess that's the beauty of celebrity is like you know at the end of the day 
motherfuckers are really as faithful as the last thing they saw. I agree. And so, like, if if Molly comes out and does another interview, it goes, I meant what I said. Hip hop is bullshit. Uh, I don't fuck with it. They gonna turn. Uh, da da da. People will be like, "You racist bitch! I never liked you." It's like, well, Sunday you said, "Let's go, Miss Mamas." Glad to see her finally get her due. She came into her own. She's a real star. Unlike Taylor Swift, she got talent and all that type of shit. It'll be interesting to see. <laughs> oh, this is what I love. This is what I love about humanity is watching people fold on their own like shit because it reminds me of one. We're all kind of in the same boat. Right. Two, it makes me laugh because it's funny. It's my hypervigilance kicks in and just, I just go, that's that's hilarious. Like, yeah, right. Like, you motherfuckers cannot keep the plot. It's inconsistent. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. I wish people could embrace it instead of trying to run on it like, what, no, what, who said that? I never right. said. Mm-mm. I saw it. We uh, we did. We be doing this show long enough that I can remember shit. Yep. Well, I'm like, damn, y'all. Because we, we covered you know, it on the show. And you know why I remember specifically, Karen? Because I remember at that time I used to listen to. Um, there was a song she had, not Wrecking Ball. I think it was like Party in the USA. Yes. And I used to listen to Party in the USA. This right. was now her her hip hop album came after this. Right. But when I used to listen to, to Party the in the USA. When I would go play basketball mm-hmm. and I'd be shooting around with my hands up, play my song with the butterflies fly away. And I'll be having my, and then motherfuckers would try to make me feel bad. Like you listen to that. I'm like, what? You know, she's racist. I'm like, uh, uh, she's appropriate. All right. All right, dog. I hear what you're saying, but it's just a song. It's, all right. I'm not going down the house, giving her money. I'm not voting her in the office. I listen to a lot of terrible people. I don't know how to tell y'all this. I do too. I grew up listening to hip hop. I've almost exclusively listened to terrible people. Come on. Y'all like to single people out and be like, no, this person's terrible. And I'm like, mm. as opposed to the other terrible person that I just finished play on or the next terrible person I'm about to hit play on. Right. That told me to do some terrible shit, you know? Mm-hmm. But man, it was so funny to see like the tables turn to Molly's the hero now. Cause I, like I said, she was where Taylor Swift is with niggas just a few years ago she was what she was the we just hate her she's not talented she just gets by on being white don't nobody want to see you shake your ass bitch you need to shut the fuck up like she was bringing black dancers out there this is just appropriation yes, and they and were upset racism oh at that award show i remember that it was a few years ago yeah pre-pandemic and we talked about that and niggas was hot she went full we grow she did uh did i close my oh shit i've accidentally closed my browser hold mm-hmm. on oh my god <laughs> sorry about that i was trying to close something else <laughs> let me let them know you'll be back yeah <laughs> yeah big molly canceled me all right i think i'm back uh but yeah oh now i'm on the, okay i'm back, I'm back. All right, yeah. big molly was saw me talking my shit but yeah big cyrus yeah, uh, she had a We Grow era, era you know. Uh, uh, Timberlake. I remember when niggas loved Timberlake. Mm-hmm. You know, then that shit happened with Janet Jackson, and all of a sudden it's like, you appropriating white boy. Child, they be mad at me. Cry me a river. Yeah. Child, I'm, I'm still bopping to his shit. Oh, man. So good. So funny. I'm part of the problem. I saw, you know what I saw the other day was um, he got a new song with uh, Toby and... and in Wigwe, I uh-huh. think that's how you pronounce it. Yes. 
And um, I just saw the clip of it, and he was dancing, and Toby and there was dancing. You know, Toby be having that coat. They was dancing around him and shit, and and then rapping and all that stuff. And I was like, hmm, he trying to get back. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if he's ever getting back with black Twitter, so let's just Mm-mm. act like that's out there. Forget that. Yeah, we, yeah. But he count. might get back with the white girls that grew up worshiping him. Mm-hmm. If he make, if the songs are hitting enough, he'll get back with the radio rotation, the clubs. Oh, maybe or I'll be putting it on my title to Spotify. Ah, like I said, I'm in part the problem. Yeah, we'll see what happens if uh, if that shit is because it was so good. Even Britney Spears came out and said she liked the song. I said, God damn! Did you read your book? You hate him. <laughs> She's like, read it. I didn't write it. Why would I read it? Anyway. Yeah. Uh she <laughs> So uh but nah, she um even Britney was giving him props and then he went out and performed Cry Me a River and said he don't apologize to fucking nobody or something like that. And I and then she was back to being like, Fuck you, Jason T- Justin Timberlake. And she posted like a, a Instagram picture of like a basketball goal with the sun looking like a basketball because of the angle of the shot, like it was going into the hoop. And talked about, you know, basically you don't want this smoke. And, uh, yeah, I I was like, uh, is she okay? <laughs> like, what does this, this mean? I would say no. What do this mean exactly? And now they're saying Justin Timberlake might even do a tell-all, sit-down interview with um, with Oprah at some point. And, oh, not with the queen. And talk about this whole thing with her memoir and yeah, because I that think this this they I was rumors like he was about to go on like he separate from the group was about to go on tour and you yeah. know when the book came out he was like nah I'm good and so he just you know just kind of retreated. Yeah, um, like I'll play the uh, clip of him saying he wasn't gonna apologize. <laughs> oh my god, this is so petty that he did this shit. You waited this long. I like to take a Oh, sorry. Just... To apologize to absolutely fucking nobody. So I don't know if you can hear that. I like to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody. Uh, <laughs> and I guess, I guess everybody's like, what? How dare he? Here's my issue with this. It would have went over better if he had had this energy from the jump. Right. Because to me, I don't, I it just made me feel like the first apologies and the like, I understand and I'm listening and I'm learning and all that, whatever celebrities say, like that feels fake now. This the real you. Were you like, and I would, and for the record, I would have understood if he said this right away because at the time it was like, y'all really trying to blame me for everything that happened to Britney Spears, I'm not her daddy. Right. I didn't put her in a conservatorship. She did cheat on me. Right. That's all, Those are facts. And I don't care about her mental health. I don't have to like it. Like, I don't have to be like, well, it's okay to cheat on me. You must have been going through some things. I could be like, it don't matter. I wrote the song because you cheated on me. Period. And that's the end of it. And nobody has to like me for that. You know how many motherfuckers have been cheated on? In the world, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And whether they, they might not like Justin Timberlake for a bunch of other reasons, but they damn sure can relate to, to that Cry Me a River song be like, yeah, nigga, I don't care. 
You can say whatever it was. I caught you cheating and we are not cool. This nigga was, I'm listening and I'm healing and I'm understanding. I just want to be there for Brittany. I said, oh, I guess he, I guess he, I guess he's really sorry. Why you apologize to absolutely fucking nobody then? (laughs) Come on, Justin. This the real you. This how you felt the whole time. Like I said, I would have understood. I would have understood. Um, all right, let's get into some other news. Um, oh wait, shit, I didn't even find that Britney Spears Instagram post. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Oh, this post makes no sense. All right, so here's the post. I'm sorry, this post makes no fucking. It it's so ridiculous. Uh, y'all motherfuckers defend anything, but this the post. <laughs> the basketball hoop with the sun in the background like the balls going through the hoop okay what do that mean i don't know and she said someone told me someone was talking shit about me on the streets not on the streets that's hilarious she might as well add it during black history month (laughs) not doing black history month (laughs) on the streets (laughs) that's hilarious that's some old school slang right there this why this why Eminem used to be talking shit about the pop stars. He knew they wanted <laughs> he that beef. He knew they wanted that beef. Uh, nice. She says on the streets with four exclamation points. Do you want to bring it to the court, or will you go home crying to your mom like you did last time? Three three question marks. I'm not sorry. Four exclamation points. Perfect timing by hanging Hang He Kim, which is I guess the photo uh, tribute. She's giving the credit to but whew, man that's hilarious to me okay that made no sense <laughs> first of all i heard someone was talking shit about me on the streets it's so good these niggas do not know nothing about the streets <laughs> neither no, one they, of them right on the streets <laughs> he said at a concert venue not on at a concert venue, my nigga. It sound like it was Offset Nicki Minaj's husband. <laughs> like, what? And then take it to court. So I guess maybe it's the basketball court. Is that what this is supposed to mean? Like, t- but she's talking. I'll, I'll be playing. Take it to the court. But is she talking about. Because, I mean, there's nothing illegal about what he did. Mm-mm. So, like, the. Take it to the like. Are she gonna play me for your heart? Y'all gonna play one on one? I don't know. I oh don't my god! And then seeing you home crying to your mom is such like eighties basketball shit talk. You know, it's that I'm gonna take you to school. What's happening here? I'm gonna drop you off. I'm gonna get you. Better get the school bus because I'm taking you to school. Or what? It sounds like eighties, nineties basketball talk. <laughs> I'm going up to the top level. I'm gonna drop you off on the second floor. Um, <laughs> oh man, what a great time! Now we love to see, we love to see it. Okay, <laughs> we love to see the so whites. many people childhoods. <laughs> we love to see the whites fighting. You know? White people, white people do. Um. All right, let's talk about um some other stuff. Um. Three oh yeah so joe biden didn't just like win south carolina it was a blowout and he did much better with black voters than any of the polls said he would Ch- okay you can finish i got something to say which um 
I feel like people would have known that if they had been listening to uh, some people that had talked about it. Yep, What was that again? Oh yeah, Rod was right. Rod was right. Yeah. Yeah, because this is something that me and Roger was talking about. And the thing is, I think somebody had wrote in or asked, you know, how how could we, you know, maintain and just be so cool? I'm going to tell you why, because, you know, it's natural to have anxiety, you know, just just period. But I'm going to let you know right now that a lot of y'all have anxiety because y'all listen to niggas that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Stay your ass off goddamn line. Stay your ass off line. And talk to people in real life. Go touch some goddamn grass and ask some real people that don't spend all their time arguing and debate with niggas online, okay? I'm, and that's, that's really why I'm at peace with a lot of shit. Because people in South Carolina, the people that's actually voting, do not spend hours and days and weeks and months on end arguing with niggas that don't matter. They don't. They're out here in the streets doing the fucking work. That's oh. what they're doing. And so when they was like, the numbers are high, I was like, yes, bitch. It is going to be higher because these are real niggas, real everyday niggas that's out in the street just plain Jane niggas that ain't trying to impress nobody, ain't, try, ain't trying to, to be online and, 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 and fake it for people. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, I feel like this. Black Twitter and the people online broke me when it came to the last election. As y'all niggas told me. Y'all wanted something different and you didn't want an old white man. That's what y'all told me. And guess what? You had gay, you had black women, you had every candidate across the motherfucking board and something was wrong with every single one of them bitches. Something was wrong with all of them. All the shit that y'all claim y'all wanted, people were out here actually giving you the things you wanted, you rejected it and there was something wrong and there was something flawed with it. So... Guess what? As, as these people went across the country, y'all didn't support them. Nothing, none of this. So you didn't really put your money where your mouth is because they need money to win these campaigns and to keep going. You didn't support them. So when these people started dropping out one by one by one by one by one, what we was left with an old white dude, the shit that y'all said we didn't want. Why? Because y'all niggas just talking online. Because at the end of the day, it's not about talking. It's about doing Okay, how much you tweet and, and post, if you don't get your ass and vote in the primaries, if you don't get your ass in the polls, you you just bells and whistling. You, you what you your opinion online don't fucking matter. What matters is results. What matters is like the real numbers out in the streets. That's the shit that matters, not the shit that happens online. This is why I'm at peace with the shit. Because if you talk to old black people and people that don't spend all their time online, they was like, Yes, we voting on Joe Biden the fucking end. Online will tell you to be nervous. Online will tell you it's a problem. Online I will tell you, they, they, they will have your mind out over the fucking place because they don't know. These polls will, will drive you fucking crazy. These polls, because the polls are never fucking right. Black people as a whole, now there are a percentage of people that throw their votes away and there are a percentage of people that vote Republican, but black people as a motherfucking whole does not vote nothing other than Democrat. Period. We just don't. 
So I don't know why they're coming out with all this shit and people are eating it up and, 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 and they're digesting it and, and they letting their anxiety flare up when in reality, that's not the reality of what's happening and what's going on. Because the thing about the anxiety and shit, I'm going to tell you the truth about that. It's to keep you watching the TV. It's to keep you into the polls. It's to keep you nervous. It's to, to keep you on edge. It's to keep you, you know, out here like everything is a fucking, y'all do know it is. February, we do not vote until November. We got all fucking summer and the rest of spring, y'all, before we actually fucking vote. Like, we have a long period of time before we cast our ballots. Why do we have so much anxiety and all up in arms about some shit this months and months and months away that we cannot control? You only have one vote. Take your vote and do it as you will. And it's very frustrating. It's very irritating when you talk to people and you can just see these things just eating them up and eating them alive. And I'm like, oh, you spend too much time online. And people act like you're the lunatic when you tell people you spend too much time online. Because that's what they get off of. All the arguing and all the debating and all the divisiveness and all the teams and shit like that. At the end of the day, I know, quote unquote, we ain't never going to, quote unquote, be free free. But I want to be as free as possible. Like they say, the, 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 the least damage, I want the least damage. And particularly being as a black woman, I've always had to vote pragmatic. I didn't, I never had these option in the luxury of doing all this other bullshit that people want to do, not voting and hemming and hawing and my candidate ain't perfect and Joe Biden too. Oh, I've never had that luxury. And also I think it's a generational thing because when it comes to politics, it's not fucking teens. It's not about how I feel. It's the reality of what I see. When I see these things, one person is saying, no, I'm not perfect, but at least I'm trying. The other motherfucker is saying death and death to you all and death to everything you love and care about. I will destroy it and I will burn it to the ground. I will pass these laws like 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 that's what they're doing. So to me, it's nothing to debate about. It's nothing to to quiver over. It's nothing to to act and pretend like um, uh, there's quote unquote two sides to this. Is any candidate perfect? No. Anybody that takes the office of presidency is going to have to deal with some bullshit. They're going to have to deal with wars. They're going to have to deal with all this other shit that comes with the presidency. It's a part of the office. But the thing is, the thing is, with, with particularly with President Biden, you might not like what he does, but you know what you can do? Protest. You know what you can do? A uh, 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 vote. You know what you can do? Let him know that you dislike it and put the pressure on him and he's willing to change. The other motherfuckers, they're not willing to change. They don't give a fuck about what you're doing and they don't want to hear it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, when Trump went in office, you know what? Stop the motherfucking protest people out the street because Trump said go out there and whoop their asses and beat them down. That's the fuck Trump said. Trump cleared them out and hold a fucking Bible upside down to make a goddamn speech. That's the fuck Trump did. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, the reality is, yes, I'm voting for Biden. I don't give a fuck how old he is. I am not a single issue voter. I look at the totality of everything happening around it to decide my vote. It don't mean I'm stupid. It don't mean I'm dumb. It don't mean we don't know no better. Because if you let people online tell it, they'll say the people down south are stupid. The people down south are dumb. They don't know no better. The fuck they know. A bitch, we know better than you. Yeah, I think it's interesting because, one, this is why they put South Carolina first on the primary so we could stop the bullshit. Because if he would have went to Iowa, we know it would have been a more divisive outcome. 
Then people would have, and we know there's like no black people in Iowa. Right. Then they would have said, uh, oh, New Hampshire or something. It would have been everything except whatever. Then we would have had to wait for him to get to South Carolina, which would be the, uh, unfortunately, the way that the Democratic primaries are set up, that would be the first time black people had an opportunity to have a say. Right. That's how it always is. Same thing happened for Obama. Then you get to a you get to a black place because it's like but yeah like Obama won Iowa I think and even then it was like yeah but can he win with black people and then you get to South Carolina and it's like finally black people have a chance to say something and then they speak and then it's over that black people always decide who is going to be the Democratic president right. period um, and we're pragmatic I'm sure that the because I'm from the South too. I'm sure the mental math for black people with Joe Biden in 2020 was we don't trust you white people to vote for nobody else. Right. That was it. it and they were right. They were right. Have a white man off. Yeah, but they were right is the point. Because people derided them. And it was, you know, black people, this is low education, like people from the north. Everybody was this low education. Well, they were right. They were right. Everybody else you would have sent up there would have lost to Trump. So they were right. Then the other part of this that I think is interesting is the grifting ass TV shows, which I didn't watch. I'm not, you know, we had that person right in. Was I going to watch? Were we going to watch the, you know, black men at the polls or whatever the fuck that shit was called on MSNBC? And I said, I'm not going to watch it. I can't even lie. I'm very uninterested in that type of content. But then I started thinking about it. It's a TV show. Now, as a TV show, you the way the tv shows work you pitch it and then somewhere someone up the line eventually goes okay you can record that show we got a show so that means that the guy in charge of that show said you know my idea is i go to south carolina before on the weekend of that primary and I talk to nothing but black men, basically, or mostly black men. And I find some that say, you know, because listen, if you look at the podcast, if you look at the polls, black men do not want to vote for Biden. Black people, da da da. He got a problem with the black vote. We have we haven't started voting yet, but I just know I can tell, uh, you know. And so some white person goes, "Yeah, you can make that show." So they put that show out this weekend, and I'm tell you why I didn't need to watch it. Because 76% of the early vote in South Carolina was black. 76%. You know how much it was in 2020? 56%. It's 20% higher in in a year where he's the fucking incumbent. Meaning like your turnout is going to be low because it's incumbent. It's not a competitive. It shouldn't be a competitive race for Marion Williamson is not going to get any, a, a significant portion of that vote or whatever. But the point being that the numbers and the turnout and the percentage, that shit matters. He doing better with black people than it was four years ago. So where's his narrative coming from? And why is that what gets the TV show? And I think it's what you said. That's what makes good TV. Yes. The anxiety makes good TV the worry makes good tv the contrarian black person that most of us don't really know like that not saying they don't exist but they do not represent the majority of black people Mm -mm. that shit doesn't really matter you know i was listening to another podcast where the guy was like 
I'm tired of hearing podcasters and rappers and people talk about voting. I want to hear from the average person and all this shit. And I'm like, and you're on a podcast doing what? Talking about voting. Like, and I and I think there's something I haven't really put. There's something grifty about, and I haven't really fully fleshed out the thought yet, but there's something really weird about this idea of the black intelligentsia or people that think they're smart or people that college educated, whatever, holding themselves up and apart from blackness and saying to a white audience and to white, like people that make the white decision makers and going, give me the attention because I speak for the black people who, you know, do manual labor and don't do the, and And I'm the one that knows what's best for them. And, how they're going to vote and why they won't vote and all this shit. And there's something really patronizing about it, even coming from our own people. Cause it's like mm-hmm. those people do speak for themselves all the time and they speak by voting. Mm-hmm. So like, where is the data showing that these are the people that are going to Trump or don't vote? Where's the actual evidence right. other than you anecdotally going to filming some shit in a barbershop and finding the one dude just like, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna vote. It's like, uh, what what's happening now? Right, and, <laughs> and and also let's keep it real. Most niggas have you know people in their family like this, like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But let's keep it real. When y'all at family functions and cookout, y'all know what y'all do. Y'all ignore the fuck out of that nigga because he's not that important. Somebody gonna say, "Oh, child, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you talk about." And everybody gonna laugh and go play space and gonna keep it trucking. There are a small percentage of most black families we know this so when they put these polls out like these polls are motherfucking lie who are they talking to it's also disheartening because once again and i like people have been tagging me on twitter all week because and i get it because they're frustrated with this media narrative that black men are not voting for trump and they're gonna i mean not voting for biden and they're gonna vote for trump and they're not gonna vote and they're gonna sit it out and all that and they don't like kamala harris and stuff and they're sick of it because that's all that's getting thrown in their face. And I think they're tagging me because they think I want the attention and I, or just something I said reminds them of this moment. And it's, I, I honestly, it's funny. I've been sending it to, to Bossy uh, because <laughs> we just been like, yo, this is crazy. I've been getting tagged in so many tweets where people are like, Rodimus Prime said black men are the white people of black people. And, and I'm like, I don't want to get harassed again. So I'm right. not. It, it was honestly ridiculous the way people harassed me. It, it was Someone wild. said some wild shit about my niece on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. I, I'll kill a motherfucker over that shit. So it is, it's not a game to me where I'm like, oh, man, I'm glad I'm getting attention. Glad I got doxxed or whatever. It's not funny to me. Mm-mm. But people keep tagging me in that shit because they, you know, they're they're looking at this these videos and going, hear black men go being the weakest link blah 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 all that shit right mm-hmm. and i'm saying we aren't the weakest link though Mm-mm. in this case 80 percent, meaning only second to black women 80 percent of us that vote will be voting democrat mm-hmm. i'm tired of the narrative i i don't even like these shows i don't like Charlemagne doing it. I don't like Joy Reid having Charlemagne on to do it. I don't like MSNBC greenlighting anything that says black men are the problem. Not in addition to just statistically the numbers don't add up for us to be the problem. Right. Most importantly, 
It's not true. Right. It's actually not true. I walk in a room full of black men when it comes to voting, 80% of them are on my side immediately. 20% of them niggas are weird. That's fine. I'll highlight them during the count down on TikTok. But but in general, I'm not I don't want to give them extra oxygen and attention because honest to God, they don't deserve it. They haven't earned it. Right. They don't do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, they sit at home and complain. And, and and say vague shit like Biden didn't do everything. What what's up with all that stuff? You know, and I'm like, well, what what specific issue? Well, we don't have to say anything specific. It's just about my feelings. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like enough got done, and, that, right. and that's all. I, that's all that should count for me. You know, and what I is he doing? You give him a list. They don't even care about your list. But then you you don't fucking care. Then right. And these and these shows aren't done in a way of like let's go educate these voters that don't know. Right. Like I could even respect that if they were like, listen, we're gonna I'm gonna do this special on MSNBC because a lot of brothers don't know what Biden and Kamala and the administration are doing. Let me break it down to them and then see what they say in response. No, it's just how you feel, brother. I'm mad. All right, then we got a clip, uh, cut. We got it going. And then <clears throat> the last part of this is just, uh, and yeah, I guess some people would take it personal if they if this ever gets to them and they hear it. But why are you always getting a check to tell people black men ain't gonna vote? Why your pockets got to get fatter? Why is it you? Why is your name at the title? Why you in the video doing the interview? We know that that's not a representative portion of black men. We know that that is not motherfucking true. So now I got to wonder, because this this talking point will continue even after it's been proven wrong in South Carolina. Right. Like, they're not going to drop it. They're not going to say, you know what? Stop the rest of the specials. Cut the shows. Cut those segments. We have proof. Black people are actually voting for Biden. They're more solid than they were in 2020. Mm -hmm. Black people are not the motherfucking issue, right? They they can't stop and just say that. That this should be the end of it after this weekend. That will not happen. Mm -mm. You're just gonna get more and more people going. I mean, he's so old, and uh, black people don't like him, and uh, just stupid ass shit. And and it's like, but the numbers said that that's not what people who vote think, though. At least they don't care about it to the point that they won't vote, right? And yet, this talking point will persist. And I think the reason is because this is how motherfuckers get their money. Yes. How you gonna get? TV show special too. Cause guess guess what ain't profitable? Having reasonable people online, I mean, on your shows, that's not profitable. People gonna be like, "This is boring. This is not spontaneous. Why the fuck I'm here? I already know this." It's like preaching to the choir. The problem, the only problem, black people have voting is motherfuckers stopping us from voting. Right, suppression and redlining. It's literally our only problem. We are the smartest voters in America. We always vote our interest. We don't have a choice. Is we that a always, death? We always pragmatically, because we have always had to pragmatically live and exist in America, we always do that right thing, period. If, 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 there are no real red states in America in the South. They're just blue states in bondage stopping black people from voting. Right. 
Mississippi is not a red state. Right. If you have to stop black people from voting, your fucking state isn't red. You're just a state keeping people hostage. Alabama, all these places where all the football teams great. It's just voter suppression like a motherfucker. Florida, it's all voter suppression shit. Mm-hmm. If they if 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 they would stop that shit in the courts, if they would overturn it, they would enforce that shit. The whole goddamn country be blue just about. It'd be like Wyoming or whatever. It'd be like some midwestern states that's too cold where niggas are like, y'all can have that white folks. If you if y'all want to be red uh in motherfucking Idaho, more power to you. But if it was have a they'd be like, we'd be like, have a ball in them square states. But everywhere where niggas run four point four forties would absolutely be blue in America. It's not even fucking it's not even a question. Okay? The like North Carolina's a purple state now. You know why it's purple? Because they passed voter ID laws. Mm-hmm. They cha- they redistrict all the maps. Yes, they, they did. They literally illegally, literally illegally, right. meaning it was deemed illegal in, the gerrymandering was deemed illegal in court. They illegally turned our state from a democracy to whatever the fuck it is now. Right. That was the only way to stem the tide of it just going blue. Because if you just let us fucking vote unimpeded, it will always be blue. Black people vote because we had to fight to do it. Right. But fuck what these people on social media say or these grifters that get the TV shows telling you black people don't care. They're not representative of us. No, they're not. They're not the numbers. They're not. If they just said, hey, black, every black person you can vote as easy as a white person. You ain't got to wait seven hours in line. You could drink water. You ain't got to, you ain't got to like not vote on a Sunday with your church. If they just let us motherfucking vote, this country would be blue in a heartbeat. But they won't let us do that. And that's the real fucking problem. We don't have no problems as black people. And like I said, I respect and understand. If you want to say this is the problem with black men that vote for Trump, I'm with you 100%. I got your back. If you want to say this is the problem with black men in mass, that is not a fact. That is not true. We in mass do not support this motherfucker. Right. Even in the special, I saw clips from it on Twitter even in the special, you had clips of people when they were just nakedly asked, like, they complained about Biden. They were like, so you going to vote for Trump? It's like, well, I ain't say all that. And it's like, right, because it's hard to find that nigga. Right. Like, you can find some MAGA red hat blacks for Trump dude, but he going to be such a fucking weirdo, you can't put him on TV because everybody going to be like, uh, nobody knows that guy. Like, we, no, nobody kicks it with that guy. So we, like, we're not sitting around scared of him because it's like, who is it? Who the fuck is he? But you can go find some regular brother in a in a in a barbershop that'll be like, Ben Biden, oh, you know what I'm saying? Democrats ain't gonna punk me, you know what I'm saying? I ain't no bitch. They can't just what I'm gonna be on the plantation, so you gonna vote for Trump? Huh no, I ain't hold on now. Hold on, hold on. I didn't say that. Okay, that motherfucker's racist. That's crazy. I just wanna complain about the Democrats. You know, like that's what we on. Right. And and the thing is nobody's perfect and I understand the complaining and I understand, you know people feeling dismay about a lot of things i completely understand that but as a total people act like i can't complain and still vote for you like yeah. like like the two things can't happen in, 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 in at the well, same I think, time i think people act like that but it, like i said it's just the that that 20 percent number is getting 90 percent of the coverage and right. it's fucking it's as a black man it is infuriating to me personally because it's just like can y'all fucking not 
stop putting the camera in these motherfuckers faces right like why do you want this to be true so bad y'all really want this to be true that's why they keep pushing y'all really want to look at the polls and be like damn 80 percent of black men voted for trump that's not gonna happen and then whatever marginal percentage it is because every demographic marginally increased for trump in 2020 that you can't put that whole percentage on just black men Mm -mm. because because you know who else did everybody i mean black women even Mm -hmm. when there were black women that decided they lived through four years of trump and then voted for trump for the first time after four years of the motherfucker like that means if that happened to black women that means it happened to every group yes so don't try to single us out like we the fucking problem i don't like it and it, and it fuels the gender divide, gender war shit. Yes, it does. Because now everybody's tagging me like, see, the weakest link. And I'm like, dog, I, this not what I'm talking about. No, it's not. I'm talking about shit like when uh, a woman is sexually assaulted and black men are like, what you got on? And I'm like, you sound like the fucking cops. You know, I'm talking about that. Like when, 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 uh, when some dude has like domestic violence and y'all jump to the dude's side, sight unseen. That's what I'm talking about. That kind of shit. That rape culture shit. Uh, I'm not talking about the 20% of these niggas that's going to vote for Trump. Man, obviously, fuck them, but they, they not, yeah, they, that's not even the people I'm talking about. Right. Uh, but yeah, obviously, fuck them. Don't don't ever get it twisted. Right. Thank you. I just had to get that off my chest because, child, I heard that podcast at the end of that daily podcast. Boy, I went into Roger and I just went off because I was like, bitch, I was motherfucking right. The fuck they've been talking about all goddamn week. And then they had that podcast on Friday that I didn't listen to because I was like, I'm not listening to that bullshit. Uh, okay. Republicans are caving. Biden blames Trump as border deal falters. Uh, yeah. Um, so they had a, first of all, immigration. We do need some type of immigration policy. You know, I know pie in the sky, you know, shit, people can just be like, oh, man, just let everybody in. That's one. It's not going to happen Two, no country can handle that. We need some level of fucking policy, period, period. We need some level of policy. And so um, they had a deal. Like the Senate had reached a deal, like everybody had a bipartisan border deal that um, was going to happen. And then Donald Trump told the Republicans don't do it now he's not the president he's just running for president Mm -hmm. but mitch mcconnell came in there and said we can't undermine him meaning donald trump so we not gonna have a a fucking deal on this and keep in mind republicans have been the last four years they've been railing that biden is uh not passing immigration policy that's not how it works but they've been saying that They've they been do. saying they want to put Mayorkas, uh, they want to impeach him. It's not going to work because you need um, the Senate to do it, and, it's, and they don't have the votes. And it's also ridiculous. They don't even have the grounds to do it. They just want to be like, we did something. You know, like, he he's the problem. They're just trying to pin it on Democrats and, of course, not pass legislation, which is what they do. Right. But they had a deal. Mm-hmm. they had the framework of a deal and donald trump said not to and they are basically they're they're, they're selling out yeah they let that shit crumble and now nothing's going to get passed and it's just really fucked up and basically trump did that spite biden because he don't want biden to have a win he knew that this would have been a big win for biden mm-hmm. and so he's going to say shit like that and my thing is uh 
it's y'all's fault. I will continue to say this. Y'all scared of a nigga that y'all could have voted out. Y'all scared of a nigga that y'all could have impeached and be like, he can never run for office again. Y'all could have did this, but y'all opted what they're not really, to. What they're really scared of, Karen, is losing power. I, I can see that. Yeah, like they're really scared of losing power, which is how they got in bed with Trump, which is why they let him re- lead him around by the nose. Right. It's because they're so afraid of what if we lose power. And and this is what it's leading to is them working, doing their job for the first time. In years. And literally doing a 180 and being like, well, Master Trump say no, we scared. And you got people running around saying black people uh, black people are scared of the immigrants too. That's why they going to vote for Trump. Well, here was a solution. Why aren't y'all mad at the Republicans for taking it? Why aren't you doing your radio show right now? Why aren't you showing up at City Hall and going Republicans? Y'all said y'all were going to pass some type of immigration and y'all are the ones who, who reneged on the deal. Mm-hmm. But they're not saying that, are they? No, it's got to be Joe Biden's fault. It's ridiculous. Um, Appeals court rejects Trump's immunity claim in federal election interference case. Good news. I love to see it. I love it. Like I said, I don't know if he's going to jail. Well, he taking a lot of the steps that a motherfucker that did some insurrection shit would take on their way to jail. Who knows what's going to happen? But like it was a big like, yo, they going to give him immunity. And then he going to it's going to basically be a, a if you're a sitting president, you immune to fucking trying to overthrow the government. And I was like, that's fucking ridiculous. Right. And uh, three, a three judge panel on the U.S. Court of Appeals rejected it. So it will go to the Supreme Court now. And they're going to have to make a choice. We'll see what they say. Right. If they decide to hear it. Because they, they, a lot of times what they do now is when it's obvious that it's going to be some partisan bullshit that we know, um, you know, we're going to be on their ass for. And who knows? They could be just saving up all their ill will for one big move like this. Mm-hmm. But they actually have more Trump cases coming before them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this will be the one or they'll do one of those later ones. Uh, where, but it these sometimes they go we we're not gonna hear the case making the lower ruling valid and un unappealable again. So I don't know what we'll see, but this is good news. It's good news. It's it's much better than the what could have happened, which is obviously, um, you know, the opposite. Um, let's see. Uh, how long have we been going? One thirty-three. Okay, I do a couple more articles. We'll get into a guest race after this. Okay. Uh, the Justice Department proposes major changes to address disparities in state crime victim funds. Um, so basically, um, uh, when you are a victim of a violent crime, mm-hmm. um, the government is supposed to provide their state-run programs are supposed to provide financial assistance to you. Um, in order to, huh? I said, I did not know that. Right. I know that might sound crazy, but I didn't. In order to address racial disparities and curb the number of subjective denials of compensation, so uh, the Justice Department is changing uh, proposed changes on Monday to to those rules to be like we need to make because black people. This is like this is one of the things about the death penalty people don't understand. Um, it's not necessarily that black people are just convicted high at a higher rate of the death penalty. That's not, that's only part of it. If a black person is killed, is murdered, there's a much lower chance that the person that murdered them will get the death penalty. 
So like, you murder okay. a white person, you getting death. You murder murder a white black person, yep, probably not. It drops. Um, the proposal for the Justice Department Office for Victims of Crime, a major overhaul of how states across the U.S. currently handle victims' compensation claims, comes less than a year after an AP investigation exposed that black victims were disproportionately denied in many states, often for subjective reasons rooted in implicit biases that are felt across the criminal justice system. So they have the money. It's state money, not their personal money. You're supposed to get the money when your loved one or somebody is a victim of a violent crime and they were like mm, something about you i just don't i don't know i can't do it oh here comes a white family here how much y'all need blank check uh if adopted the changes would bar states from considering a victim's criminal history and eliminate some of the most subjective reasons for denials in many states certain populations may be more likely to have criminal history due to unjustified disparate treatment in the criminal justice system right or due to criminal conduct induced through force fraud or coercion such as unlawful acts that traffickers compel their victims to commit and this can result in unjustifiably disproportionate denial of claims for those populations mm-hmm. this is another reason uh like I said, I was listening to this show and this person was like, uh, so how come, you know, Nikki Haley won't say America's a racist country, but, you know, you know who else won't say it? Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. They won't say it's a racist country either. And I'm like, I hear what you're saying and maybe that would make you feel better if they said it. I'm not going to deny your feelings. But let me say something. There's a fucking light year difference between those two groups. And here's the reason why. These are the policies and the actions that their administration takes. So while they might not want to say, take the PR hit and lose votes for being like, yeah, America's a racist country. And then they lose the election. And y'all say, I don't know why that dumb ass said that shit. She should have known. You can't say that now. That's why she can get be president. That's what y'all would say after she lost. Y'all, y'all wouldn't be like, at least she kept it real. No, you'd be like, mm-hmm. what a fucking dummy. Mm-hmm. Can't believe she made such an easy error, mm-hmm. but look at the policies. This is a policy that says America's a racist country. What else can this policy mean? We have to make new rules because y'all won't, when black people are violently harmed, y'all do not give them the funds that you give white people that we set aside for this shit exactly. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Right, and it's also, you know, one of the things that, like I said, it's very frustrating why I don't even talk to a lot of people because that logic you just talked about is stupid. Like, that, yeah. like that, that logic doesn't make... It's just, it's, it's just, you know why. Correct. That's all I'm saying. It, you can, it's your feelings. We're talking about your feelings, so you can feel a way about it. I'm not going to tell you you can't feel a way. Mm-mm. It does suck that we live in a world where even the... Even Obama can't just say like, "Yeah, it's a racist country," because we know for a fact that motherfucker will not be reelected. Mm-mm. We know for a fact, and we know that it'll it'll be it'll be considered the real racism and all that shit. It's it's a rigged game that we know that these people have to play. Right, and so for me, I'm about policies. I don't give a fuck what it's called. I think a lot more people are are they're they're more on what it's called regardless of the results of if shit gets passed or how it impacts people. We can fuck what you call it. It don't need to be the blackity black black fist pump afro puff for it to pass. It could be just a regular ass normal name. If, if the shit pass and it has its end results that impact uh, people of color and black and brown and marginalized people, I am happy with that. I'm not hung up on slogans. I'm not hung up on the re- on, on how on how it looks. I want fucking shit done. I want goddamn results. I want results. 
thousands of America each year turn Americans each year turn to the state-run victim compensation programs that provide financial assistance to victims of violent crime. The money is used to help funeral expenses, physical and emotional therapy, lost wages, crime scene cleanup, and more. But the AP found last year that 19 of the 23 states willing to provide racial data, meaning a lot didn't. Yeah, uh, over half didn't. Uh, Black victims were disproportionately denied compensation. In Indiana, Georgia, and South Dakota, black applicants were nearly twice as likely as white applicants to be denied. From 2018 through 2021, the denials added up to thousands of black families each year, collectively missing out on millions of dollars in aid. Yeah, because all jokes aside, for a lot of us, just people across the board, because, you know, just economics, things like that, but for a lot of us, we don't have the financial resources because shit was stolen from us. So we might not have the, the generational wealth and the resources to cover these things. You have a lot of people. Well, that I mean, that would matter if, but we're not saying that white people are covering it themselves. We're saying the government is giving white people the money. Yeah. So like, hold on, just hear me out. White families might have generational wealth. The government is still giving them money. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So like, it ain't even about, well, okay, we can afford to pay for it ourselves. Your loved one was killed, <laughs> white or black, and the gov- And there's people in the government that are like, they're not saying, like, what I'm saying is this. If the government's reason was, well, you have the money, so we're not going to give it to you. I, like, they're, like, they're not even considering that is what I'm saying. They're going, yeah, yeah, I- uh, you know, uh, Rerun robbed a car one time. So uh yeah, he got murdered he got murdered, but um he's a criminal. You can't have the money. That's what they're doing. Yeah, and and, and my thing is that I'm not saying that. I was like overall, statistically, we need it more than any other group. Yeah, like, like and that's so, what so. what I'm saying is yes, I, I I knew what you were saying. I I hear what you're saying, I agree with what you're saying. Okay. I'm saying in the reasoning for why the people oh, ain't getting money. Oh, okay. That's okay. not even considered. Okay. I, they're not I, even. I, I see what you're saying. They're not even like, being like, well, look, man, um, it's really about like who needs the money the most. They're like, no, just your black ass can't have the money. It's, it, it wouldn't okay. matter if like the fucking Rockefellers came in here. If they white, they going to get the money. Okay. You so, black, it don't matter if you're the Huxtables or if you're fucking uh, 227 or if you're good times. You ain't getting shit. You black. And, and so, so what are you? I want to be sure I understand. So, when somebody dies, they look at the victim, and depending on the victim's past, that would determine. Yeah, I was if they getting get to money. it. It was the next paragraph. Okay, no, because I, I was trying to understand. I know you. I was just trying to help. No problem. Yeah, you were bringing up something that's just different. It's not a needs based thing. Is my point. Mm. So even if you go, well, black people normally need it the most. They don't give a fuck. It wasn't about need to them. Mm-hmm. thousands of people are denied compensation every year for often subjective reasons that scrutinize victims behavior before or after a crime the ap found that black victims were nearly three times as likely to be denied for these reasons including a conduct a category often called contributory contributor contributory misconduct the where programs sometimes without evidence accuse victims of causing or contributing to their own victimization so it ain't a money thing without evidence it ain't a money thing it's a vibes thing we feel like you, the kind of person that got shot because you deserve to get shot. 
The proposed changes would strictly limit when a state program can deny a person for misconduct, including requiring states to put into law or policy what is specifically considered contributory conduct and the process they use to decide if it is being applied in the denial. The right. pro- proposal also clarifies that state programs should not claw back money victims receive from crowdfunding sources such as GoFundMe, among other changes. What? So they're going and taking people money and they were like, well, shit, I, I need the money. Like, y'all not giving it. I can't just not cover my cost. And they like, nope, you you raise money outside of us, but bitch, you not giving me the money. The fuck is this? Yep. And if we gave you the money somehow, we need we need that money back from your GoFundMe. Uh, Pamela White, whose son Darius Evans was killed in 2019, was initially denied compensation by Louisiana's program because officials blamed her son for his own death. She received few details of how the state came to that conclusion and had to take out a personal loan to cover his funeral expenses while she appealed the decision that she eventually won wasted all that time yep so yeah i mean i mean i guess uh i mean technically uh this is probably uh fucking with black people (laughs) (laughs) fucking with black people (laughs) fucking with black people (laughs) fucking with black people yeah, and somebody bought a good point like you know it's funny you have to have the resources to appeal and go to court and tie your time up so when most mm-hmm. of you get denied they're like okay i guess i'm denied let me go have a fish fry or whatever to try to get this money the best way i can to cover these costs yeah um so yeah zero to a hundred Oh, this, oh, this gets a Jakaris. Yeah. Uh, and the, the the biggest reason why, um, uh, shout out to the uh, D, you say DOJ, right? Mm, I think so. Let me check again. Yeah, J- yeah. DOJ. Sh- shout out to Merrick Garland and them. Like, I, you know, I'm tired. Of, I, I understand he that nigga not perfect, but I'm tired of y'all acting like that what? nigga ain't ain't a, ain't, a, ain't, a, ain't do nothing, nigga. He's passing shit. What have they ever done for black people? Ugh, we gotta. There's a million things like this. Right, that, that that shit is fucking fresh. Like the only dick thing is they can't call the ten, they can't call the act the initiative like the black people initiative because right. there's a group of conservative people that will sue and go anything you do that directly benefits black people and makes it overt we will sue and tie up in court so that and say it's reverse racism. Mm-hmm. So I love it when they just do shit like this to help black people. They don't call it anything black. Mm-hmm. Everybody benefits, and they just be like, yeah, chill. Like I said, DOJ is over there DOJing, but motherfuckers don't want to talk about that. They just want to talk about things. Right. And not like nothing specific. Um, you know, that's an hour 45. I'm going to wrap this one up. We'll be back tomorrow, of course. Um, uh, and they'll probably be doing a little more fun stuff. But we had fun talking about Miley Cyrus Yay! and Taylor Swift and uh, the, the what was it? The Grammys? Not- one of them white shows. <laughs> Y'all, y'all know the white shows people be watching. Uh, all right, sore ratchetness. Uh, before we move on, it's one of those things where oh no, I already moved on. But go uh, ahead. somebody like me, a I didn't even know these programs exist. Like I probably most people listening, 
and then B, if somebody like me get denied, I would go, oh, well, like I wouldn't even think of going through the appeal process or anything like that. And, and it's, and, well, not just that, but you go to the program and then they tell you, well, your husband contributed to his own death. And you're like, that's an insult what? to injury. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? My husband's not a fucking gangster or whatever. What, what did you use to, to even determine From this? Right. Oh yeah. We don't have to say. You should have to prove right, yeah. which which means you're gonna have to have real matrix and real shit that you can't just make shit up. It can't be nebulous. You know, one thing I realize about people when it comes to racism and shit, a lot of shit they pass, they make it very nebulous. They do it with abortion laws, LGBTQ laws, trans laws. They make it nebulous. So regardless of what you can do, what you say or do or come up with, they can consistently fight it because nothing is written in stone. All right. A man wielding a samurai sword was arrested inside a Walmart store in Washington over the weekend after he yelled and threatened to hurt people. Oh, no. Ravi Saxena, 43, was reported to be walking in traffic with the sword about 5.30 p.m. Not during rush hour. What the hell? I mean, I heard it being cut off in traffic, but this is ridiculous. Saxena... Walked around the toward, walked toward a Walmart parking lot while screaming and threatening to hurt people. Oh no! Officers arrived just after Saxena entered the store. Police immediately <gasps> evacuated customers uh, while they tracked down the, the suspect. Saxena complied with police I and hope surrendered. People were paying attention because you know people get in the store sometimes they had the headphones on. They'll be paying attention. I'm I'm glad he didn't fuck nobody up. Yeah, with their headphones on. Well, this is just a daily trip in Walmart. Um. <gasps> oh no. Yeah, that's the sword. He got that from the Blue Eye Samurai. I know. It does look like Blue Eye Samurai. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Saxena complied with police and surrendered without further incident. According to authorities, no injuries were reported. Uh, he also had a five inch pocket knife that looked like this. Oh, shit. Right? That's a curvy. I don't know what this Was is. Was that a pirate's knife? What the hell is that? Right. Yo ho. <laughs> it looks like a. It looked like it might be a. One of those butterfly, not butterfly knife, but switchblade, like it pops out of the hilt. Oh, but it's still, that, that, look, that look like an Assassin's Creed knife. That's some shit that like cuts, yeah, cuts your organs and shit. Saxena was arrested for felony harassment, uh, dangerous weapon, and displaying a weapon. Dangerous and nope. displaying. Yeah. <laughs> All of shit is dangerous. No further details about the incident were immediately provided. So there you go, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Yes. Appreciate y'all. Had a good time with y'all. Yeah. Had we a good all time. was learning shit today. We had a good time. And, uh, you know, shout out to, to all the black people that went out and voted in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it ain't no America without us. Come on. Period. We, we run this shit, bro. It's. At the end of the day, man, we have to set the tone because if not, these white people will just take us back to slavery. That's the goal. All right, y'all. Talk to you tomorrow. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.